This is Barb Smith, Director of KeyBank's Key for Women program, welcoming you to another Women-Owned Wednesday podcast. Did you know that even though women are earning more and more advanced degrees today, they continue to be paid less than men at every education level? In fact, the World Economic Forum has reported that gender parity will take more than 200 years from now to achieve. Today, I'm excited to have Caitlin Walsh Epstein, Vice President of Marketing at Laurel Road, with me today to help me evaluate the state of women's financial health and what women can start doing today to help close those gaps for a better fiscal future. Caitlin, thank you for joining me today. Thanks for having me, Barb. Caitlin, Laurel Road just recently joined the KeyBank family. Can you tell us a little bit more about the business? Absolutely. Laurel Road is an award-winning digital finance services company based in New York City, focused on digital lending, particularly within the student loan refinance, mortgage, and personal loan space. The business was launched in 2013 with the student loan refinancing platform that offered customized a personalized digital process with the potential for meaningful savings over the life of their loans. In 2018, the company introduced an online mortgage platform using the same simple and secure lending technology to offer home buyers and owners a streamlined digital application process. We were then acquired by KeyBank in 2019. Well, again, welcome to the KeyBank team. So let's dive right in. Student debt is in the U.S. has risen to more than $1.5 trillion and can have a real adverse impact on the financial futures of both students and parents alike. I know Laurel Road monitors the industry closely and conducts an annual survey of college-educated adults to better understand the challenges they face, particularly around financial literacy. You found some interesting results on the impact of women. Can you share some of your findings with our listeners? Absolutely, and you're right, Barb. Student debt has increased and reached epidemic proportions, approaching $1.6 trillion in our country. In our serving findings, shockingly, more than a third of millennials admit that they didn't understand the basics of student debt before taking out their loans. And women are nearly twice as likely as men to have lacked this understanding before they borrowed. This lack of education and understanding was a theme across many personal finance areas in our survey and is one of the most shocking findings to me personally. To make matters worse, according to the American Association of Women, women hold nearly two-thirds of total student debt in the U.S. This suggests how women are actually more academically educated than men, but less so when it comes to personal finance. Wow, Caitlin, that is alarming. Did your findings shed any light on why women struggle with personal finance more than men? What we found is that it really differs on an individual level. And the data suggests that men are prioritizing earning power and financial topics during college, even though women are more educated. Of those without a degree in finance, 88% of male millennials reported taking a personal or business course while in college, compared to only 54% of female millennials. From there, because women are on average more educated, they take out more student debt. And then to make matters worse, they make less on the dollar than their male counterparts to actually help pay off that debt. We need to start personal finance education earlier and consider even making it a graduation requirement. So what I'm hearing is that it really starts with personal finance education, making sure you understand the basics of financing options available and the associated implications before you borrow, correct? Exactly. What the findings showed is even though women today are more empowered and have more opportunities than ever before, they need to master their finances now. 
not only does student debt adversely impact their financial and mental health, it is further stifled by the pay gap. While a lot of it is systemic, the good news is that corporations are working to resolve the pay gap and women have choices to set themselves up for financial success during their education. In fact, our survey found that nearly all millennial respondents and women in particular have spent more time proactively managing their personal finances compared to one year ago. So the good news is, is that we're starting to see progress in the right direction. And definitely women have additional obstacle to overcome with the pay gap, as I reported in my opening comments. It's not going away anytime soon. So it's even more important for women to take control of their finances now to help better set them up for the future. One of the contributing factors we see in the lack of women's financial confidence through our Key for Women work is that they have a higher tendency to undervalue their worth. I agree, Barb. We've all heard it and likely experienced it, the pay gap. But one of the most shocking findings from our survey was that only 38% of working women requested a raise in 2018 versus 58% of men. Preparing to have the conversation with your manager can help increase the probability of securing that raise. Do your homework into what's acceptable for your role and what you want. Come prepared with examples, data-driven if possible, of why you've earned that raise. One great tip is to take a few minutes at the beginning or end of each month to write down your accomplishments. That way, you don't need to think back at the end of the year when your next performance review comes around. And if you need to, role play with a trusted friend or family member to play it out in your, or play it out in your head so that you can anticipate the questions and push back where necessary. Preparation is definitely the key to helping you be prepared to have that conversation. And negotiation skills are also an area that women can strengthen to be more comfortable with having the conversations. In fact, according to a recent study by Glassdoor, 68% of women accepted the salary that they were offered and didn't negotiate, a 16-point difference when compared to their male counterparts at 52%. So what actions can our listeners take today to help strengthen their financial health? Well, for starters, if you have student debt, start by researching refinance options for the best rate. Reducing your rate and adjusting your repayment term may help you save considerably on repayment in the future. We offer refinancing at Laurel Road and our customers have been able to save thousands over the life of their loan. Next, start with the basics. First, create a budget. It's as simple as making a list or creating an Excel spreadsheet of your monthly expenses. You can also use an online tool or app to help you set up your budget, schedule your bill payments, and categorize your spending so that you can better track where your money is going each month. Second, document your financial goals. Whether you want to purchase your first home, plan for retirement, or simply save for a vacation, the more specific you can get with your goals, the better you can plan and take control of your finances. Third, engage a financial advisor or coach. Enlisting an expert can help you better understand your options and immediate changes you can make to help build a better plan for your future. I think we all have a vision of the life that we want to lead, but in order to turn that dream into a reality, you need a solid financial plan to do so. Well, that's some really good advice, Caitlin. And I agree. Documenting your monthly expenses, establishing a budget, and engaging in experts are really important. And if you, you don't have to go it alone, nor should you. Working with an expert is one of the best ways to help you become savvier with your finances, and it's really imperative for consumer or business owner. And although your survey focused on millennials, these basics apply to any age group at any stage of work life. 
Kiefer Women also does a survey on the financial confidence of women in business, and what we learned is that only 40% of women will seek advice of a financial advisor. This is just staggering to me. I always encourage our members to speak with their banker. I'm sure you're now familiar with Key's financial wellness tools and how they help our clients establish a baseline for where they are today and to help formulate a plan to get them where they want to be with their finances or their business in the future. Speaking of the future, you also discovered some astounding gender differences for retirement savings in your survey. Can you share what you learned and how women can better prepare for retirement? Yes, the results were definitely surprising. According to our survey, women have roughly $123,000 less in retirement savings on average compared to their male peers and are nearly twice as likely than men to not have any money saved for retirement. This is especially true for women who, as we have mentioned, have more student debt, which is further amplified by the wage gap. Listeners can start by taking advantage of their employer 401k matching program, if available, and try at least to invest up to the percentage that is matched by your employer so that you're not leaving any money on the table. If you get a raise or a bonus, consider increasing your monthly contributions. Even a percentage point or two will help. A lot of financial advisors will tell you to pay off your debts and then start saving, but there are ways that you can do both simultaneously, at least in a small way, even if it's by that extra 1%. Consider increasing your 401k slightly if you have one. Every little bit counts. I just can't get over the difference in savings between gender. You know, not only that women are on average living five years longer than men, but also nine out of every 10 women will become sole providers for themselves and their families at some point in their life. This just further underscores for me the importance of women to start saving for retirement as early as possible. So we've covered so much today on the steps women could take to strengthen their financial health. Let's quickly recap for our listeners. First, start by taking a personal and business finance course to learn the basics. Second, create a budget. Third, set those financial goals. Fourth, engage a financial expert. Five, start saving for retirement as early as possible. And Finally, of course, if you have student debt, consider refinancing to secure a better rate or terms. Caitlin, did I get that right? Yes, Barb, that covers the financial steps we shared. I would also remind your listeners to continue to hone their leadership and negotiation skills. Don't undervalue your worth and do your homework to know what the average rate is for your role. Thank you, Caitlin. I could not agree more. And thank you for joining us today to share the results of the survey and advice that our members can put into action today. Thank you for listening to Women on Wednesday. Be sure to subscribe, like, and follow. Also, feel free to comment. We'd love to hear from you about topics that interest you or obstacles you face as a women business owner for future Women on Wednesday podcasts. Until the next time, go out and own your day.